Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Before we begin, a reminder to please rate and review our show. It helps new listeners discover us and grow the program. On this episode of Sports Illustrated Weekly... For years, one simple phrase has served as a catch-all for NBA teams that have mailed it in and are ready for the postseason to be over. 1-2-3 Cancun. SI senior writer Howard Beck joins me to discuss where the saying came from, how it became famous among NBA players and fans alike, and how it's maybe more popular than ever more than two decades after it was first uttered. This is the legend of 1-2-3 Cancun. I'm your host, John Gonzalez. From Sports Illustrated and iHeartRadio, this is Sports Illustrated Weekly. Howard Beck, welcome back to Sports Illustrated Weekly. You're here again. I'm here again. I feel just like a regular guest. I'm just going to like sit myself down on the couch. I'm going to open your fridge and, and grab myself a beer. I feel that's how at home I feel. Make yourself at home. My casa, your casa. You know, we've done a lot of things on this show together. We started the very first 
episode, we had you discussing the Warriors being back. We previewed the playoffs together in a very profane conversation. We discussed the NBA's profanity problem. But of all the segments that we've done together, I don't think I've been as excited as I have for this one because, you know, I go to SI.com one day and all of a sudden there it is in all its glory. The story of 123 Cancun, which is legendary in NBA circles, is written by one Howard Beck. It's the catchphrase known and loved in the NBA, certainly by NBA media. So before we get into the origins, explain in macro terms for everybody the meaning behind the phrase 123 Cancun, how it's employed. Well, 123 Cancun means it's over, done, time for vacation. <laughs> So one, two, three, Cancun in the context of the NBA playoffs and certainly on Inside the NBA on TNT, that is now part and parcel of the Gone Fishing segment. Your team gets eliminated either at the end of the regular season if you're out or if you missed the playoffs, you lost in the play-in now or any round of the playoffs that you've lost. It's time for Gone Fishing. And when it's time for Gone Fishing, it's time to say one, two, three, Cancun. And since the Lakers lost, it's what? Hey, what's going on? Over you, you mentioned inside the NBA, and they're probably the most prolific users of the phrase, but really everybody uses it now. You mentioned the media, but it's been a while now since it originated. It traces back to the 1998 Western Conference Finals. The Lakers had a young Shaq and even younger Kobe. They were getting ruined by the Jazz. So take us back to that time and tell everybody about how the phrase originated and the original genius behind it. The Western Conference Finals in 1998 is just the most lopsided of affairs. It's Carl Malone and John Stockton, of course, the legendary duo for the Jazz, and this really mature, methodical team. And they're going up against a Lakers team that's really talented, but young. They haven't figured it out yet. It's Shaq and Kobe's second year together. Kobe's still just 19 years old. They've got Robert Ory, Rick Fox, Derek Fisher, like all the guys who you now think of as part of a dynasty, but this is before the dynasty happened. It's before they figured it out. And they've still got Nick Van Exel in his fifth season. They've got Eddie Jones. This is a really talented team. Maybe too talented. Maybe too many guys who wanted to be the featured player. That's possible. And... At that time, the expectations already through the roof because of all this young talent. They're supposed to make a run. They don't have the polish or the efficiency, the maturity, the togetherness to beat the Jazz. So they're on their way to getting swept. And that's the key part of this. So they're on their way to getting swept. They have their team huddle, you know, like this happens in all team sports. You put your hand in the middle on three, you say a phrase. And the general phrase for everybody else was one, two, three Lakers, right? A pretty stock and standard phrase for everybody to, you know, rally around or fake rallying around before they go out and have the Jazz beat their heads in. But there was one guy who didn't do one, two, three Lakers. He did one, two, three Cancun. Tell us about him. That would be Nick Van Exel. They're down 3-0 at the time. We know this. We know this even more now in 2022 than they did in 1998. No one had ever come back from 3-0 then. 24 years later, still no one has come back from 3-0. When you're down 3-0, you know your time is coming. You're almost done. Vacation is close. So in the moment, on a whim, they're huddling up. One, two, three. Nick Van Axel just blurts out, Cancun, when everyone else said Lakers. And because everyone else said Lakers in unison, probably not everybody heard it. Those who did hear it, some might have chuckled or smiled. Some others might have wrinkled their brow a little bit. 
because though Nick Van Exel could be a bit of a, a jokester, it wasn't clear to everybody, is he saying he's done? He's given up? I'm out of here, guys. Is it just kind of dark humor? What did that mean? Because it came across like, well, maybe Nick Van Exel is just saying, I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to go on vacation. What I love about this story is that you have talked to the principal players, Nick Van Exel, and you had a conversation about this. What was his explanation? I mean, was it spontaneous? Did he decide to be purposefully snarky? Did it just come out accidentally? What was his explanation in retrospect? So I spoke to Nick Van Exel, who is now, of course, an assistant coach with the Atlanta Hawks. He's been an assistant coach in the league for several years now. And Nick says... There was nothing premeditated here. Like he didn't wake up that day thinking, I'm going to make this joke in the huddle. He didn't think about it on his drive in. I don't think he even knew he was going to say it at the moment that they first started to all say together, one, two, three. It was just what came out. He thought, you know what? I'm going to make a crack here. He can't even really account for why it was Cancun as opposed to say Fiji or Maui or Puerto Rico. Um, It was the place that popped into his head first. and. Cancun, as it happens, was a really popular place for athletes and entertainers at that time. Or as Robert Ori told me, a popular place for African-American athletes and entertainers at that time. That was a big, I think they had a jazz festival. And so Robert was telling me that that was where you'd see a lot of people. It was a go-to spot. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com with amex terms apply discover betmgm the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you said, some people might have snickered. Some people might have furrowed their brow. And after all this goes down, the next season, Nick Van Exel gets traded. And there was a report in the LA Times at the time that Shaq had complained to Jerry West about the remark. And the implication was that he almost got traded because of 1-2-3 Cancun. But you debunked this, yeah? (laughs) I don't want to say debunk. Um, You know, these stories tend to evolve over time. People's memories evolve. And also, you know, that that initial report in the LA Times was was an item in a notes column. So it was very short. There wasn't a lot of elaboration. It didn't say sources. It didn't say sources who knew it because of... So there was a lot that was kind of shrouded in that report. I will say that there are differing views of a couple things. One, did Shaq really go to management? Nick told me, yeah, I heard that Shaq didn't like it. And, and, and yeah, he might have gone to Jerry West who was then the GM and complained. Whether that was why he was traded, that's the part where Nick himself is debunking it. Nick's saying, no, give me a break. And he was traded basically a month later. He was like, the, the season ends late May in the conference finals with that sweep. A month later, he's traded on draft night for the draft rights to one Teron Liu, as well as Tony Batie. Why he was traded then, a month after 1-2-3 Cancun, it would be easy to say it was because of 1-2-3 Cancun. Nick says, no, nah, that's not it. I was traded in the middle of the season. I say, what do you mean you were traded in the middle of the season? Because obviously he wasn't literally traded in the middle of the season. He says he knew by the middle of the season that he was gone, that this was his last run with the Lakers for a bunch of different reasons. And the one that he cited was just that they had a a little bit more camaraderie at the beginning of this run with this particular group. But by midseason, he felt like cliques were forming, factions were forming, and they weren't really together anymore. And again, Eddie Jones and and Nick Van Exel had made the All-Star team that season. Kobe had made the All-Star game despite not even starting for his own team. Shaq had made the All-Star game. Eldon Campbell had been a starting center and who was still capable of being a starting center and a starting power forward next to Shaq, but when they didn't want to go with that alignment, he had to go to the bench. So you've got his feelings. You've got Nick Van Exel, who's a, a primary ball handler. There's just so many guys. And so it's understandable and I think believable when Nick says, there were just other things going on, other things kind of in the air that made him feel like I'm probably going to get traded. And on top of all of that, and not to be lost in all this, Nick Van Exel and Dell Harris had very, very publicly and privately clashed repeatedly in their time together, Dell Harris being the coach. 
So we know for sure that Nick Van Exel said one, two, three, Cancun, but more than 20 years later, a little bit of a fog and a controversy around whether or not he was the lone sayer of this phrase (laughs) or if other people joined in. On the one hand, we have people saying, hey, Shaq didn't like it. Shaq went to Jerry West. But all these years later, you talk to Shaq and Shaq said, oh, I might have said it too. And I wouldn't put all the blame on Nick Van Exel. And then Robert Ory said to you, no, 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 it was just Nick. So what's the deal here? Was it just Nick or were there other co-conspirators? There were no co-conspirators. There was no grassy knoll. There wasn't a Shaquille O'Neal on the grassy knoll. There were no knolls that I know of anywhere near the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. Nick said this on his own, and Nick will tell you that. Robert Ory will tell you that. Shaq has this um, knack, we'll call it, for storytelling, embellishing. He did this a lot when I was back on the Laker beat, and you could usually tell when Shaq was making something up out of whole cloth. And it was funny because sometimes people would run with those things. This was a case where I think Shaq doesn't want to get involved 24 years later in whether or not he's the cause of Nick being traded. And so Shaq says, just say we all said it. Just say it was me, it was Eddie, it was Nick, it was all. Shaq, really? And then, you know, that's why I follow up with Nick and Robert Ory about it. And then, no, it's Shaq, Shaq's just being Shaq. So no, no, nobody else said it. I think that Shaq maybe is a little sheepish now about whether or not he might have been responsible for Nick getting traded. And again, I... Based on my reporting, I truly believe that even if this were a contributing element to Nick getting traded, it wasn't in the top five of reasons why they would move on. You know, Kobe was going to come up for a big contract eventually. Eddie Jones was coming up on a big contract. Shaq, of course, was already paid big. Like they had a lot of star caliber players who needed to get paid, who needed the ball, who needed to be featured. And it was a natural progression and worth noting that. Less than a year later, they also traded Eddie Jones and Eldon Campbell. So there was a thinning out process that they needed to do to create the team that ultimately became a dynasty. All right. So Nick Van Exel is the sole author of this incredible catchphrase that is two decades plus being used by everybody. He could not have known that it would blow up like this. What did he make of it in the subsequent years that it has endured this long? (laughs) Well, the funny thing, John, is that It kind of was, I feel like, in hibernation. This happens in 98. Nick gets traded. A couple stories are written the following season about, okay, he's now a Denver Nugget. How does he feel about his Lakers time? What does he think about the Cancun storyline and whether that was the reason for his being traded? But then it disappears. Like, nobody ever writes about this. No one talks about it. And no one says one, two, three, Cancun, to my knowledge, in all my years covering the the NBA, until... Around 2015, 16, even TNT officials, when I asked them, weren't sure exactly when it kind of permeated their presentations, but somewhere in that 2015, 16 range, for whatever reason, I'm going to say it's probably because of Shaq, they're doing gone fishing, and suddenly now it's one, two, three, Cancun. And then that kind of picks up steam. Other guys catch on. Now they're making Cancun references. And then the TNT graphic staff, that phenomenal, wonderful, incredibly talented and creative staff, is now working Cancun into their gone fishing graphics. And, you know, the next thing you know, a couple of years later, Alvin Gentry coaching the Pelicans at the time, they're getting eliminated and he ends his press conference with one, two, three, Cancun. What is it? One, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> Suddenly now it's a staple. So I, I think for the first, you know, 15, 16 years after it was said in that huddle back at the forum in 98, No one's using it. No one's saying it's not a reference point. And now suddenly, all these years later, it is as much a part of the NBA postseason 
as anything else. Yeah, I love that it's become popular in the lexicon again. Van Exel told you that he should have trademarked it, and he should have. Does he like that it's become popular? Yeah, it was funny. Nick and Robert Ori both independently, like Rob, before I talked to Nick, said, man, tell Nick he should have trademarked that thing, like Pat Riley with three-peat. And then Nick said it on his own unprompted. He's joking about it. I mean, he's no one's worried about missing out on some sort of uh, royalties. I'm not sure one, two, three Cancun's, uh, you know, generating any big corporate sponsorships or anything. Although, you know, frankly, I think he deserves at least some kind of kickback from the tourism bureau in Cancun, right? That's the least <laughs> they can do. Um, Nick likes it. Nick enjoys it. Nick thinks it's funny. I think he enjoys the fact that even if especially younger fans have no idea where this catchphrase came from, I think he loves the fact that it kind of originated with him. And it's not as a negative thing, you know, because to him, that's not the reason he got traded. It's not the reason that his Lakers tenure ended. It was just a quick, funny line that he was throwing out, trying to lighten the mood because the mood, as he says, was pretty dour at that time, as the mood tends to be when you're down 3-0 in a playoff series in the NBA. Well, he has lightened the mood all these years later. We thank him for it. We thank you for it. Read his excellent piece about 123 Cancun, a piece of NBA lore on SI.com. Listen to him on the Crossover Podcast. I don't know where he's going this offseason. Could be Cancun, but he has earned a vacation. Howard Beck, as always, thank you for this. Appreciate it, John. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And a reminder to please rate and review the show. It helps people find us. Sports Illustrated Weekly is a production of Sports Illustrated and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. And for more of Sports Illustrated's best stories and podcasts, visit SI.com. This episode of Sports Illustrated Weekly was produced by Jordan Rizzieri, Jessica Yarmoski, and Isaac Lee, who is also our sound engineer. Our senior producers are Dan Bloom and Harry Swartout. Our executive producers are Scott Brody and me, John Gonzalez. Our theme song is by Nolan Schneider. And if you've stuck around this long, we leave you with this. I'll set you up. You know the shtick. You've done this show more than I have. <laughs> Howard Beck, unofficial host of Sports Illustrated Weekly at this point. It's him and Connor. And I was just talking to, we had 40 on again yesterday. It's, uh, are you an SNL fan at the Five Timers Club? You guys are the only members. I want to know when I get like my free SI Weekly t-shirt. We'll get you a robe. We'll get you like a nice silk robe. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.